The You Can't Make This Up podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. This is the You Can't Make This Up podcast, 15 minutes where you can dive into the unforgettable, hilarious stories that are the essence of educators' lives in schools. On the last episode, you heard this. When I say Tampa, you say Bay, Tampa. (laughs) Bay. There you go, also known as Champa Bay. Uh The stories shared on this podcast are all true, but any names have been changed. I'm Dr. Matthew X. Joseph. Are you ready to hear another unbelievable story where you'll likely be laughing or shaking your head or saying, you can't make this up? I am ready. So let's do it. Okay. And so every student from each group, they sent one person up and they had a fly swap. One minute later, boom, it starts up again with and then two, he's just been all over my lanyard. He's, he's been touching me. Oh, oh no. And the shot goes. He starts going off the rails. On this episode of the podcast, we welcome an author, podcast host, code breaker, and educational leader, Charles Williams. Charles, I just have one thing to ask. Are you ready? Because here we go. And we are back. I'm so excited. I've been trying to connect with this guest for months now and then while doing that he joins Codebreaker which I was also a part of so I'm thrilled to have Charles Williams here today and as I continue to learn more about him our kind of path in education almost parallels and we both were elementary principals we're both working on a book and um, I'm really excited to learn more from him learn all the things that he's been doing and excited to continue to grow. And also, of course, to hear some of his funny stories as a principal, he's going to have plenty for sure. So Charles, welcome to the podcast. Matthew, thank you for uh, having me. Yeah, it's, it's been a little bit, so I'm glad we're finally able to connect. Yeah, and I know this audio podcast, but I can see you're in your office. So what is your role right now in education? Uh, so a little bit of everything. Um, I am a K-8 principal in uh, Chicago. Um, I've been in education, urban education specifically, for about 15 years now. Um, So this is, you know, primary role. Um, On top of that, I am the founder of CW Consulting, uh, an educational consulting service where we provide workshops, keynotes, um, and, and, you know, personalized consulting services. Um, I'm also the host of the Counter Narrative podcast, which drops every Friday. So hopefully you guys can check that out. 
Um, and I'm super excited. I have two projects coming up. So the first, as you mentioned earlier, I am an aspiring because it's not written yet. Um, but I am an author of a brand new book that is coming out through Codebreakers called Failed, um, just really exploring the the not so pretty side of education, right? Um, right. You know, all those struggles and obstacles that we have all had, um, you know, before it becomes Pinterest worthy. So, really, right. <laughs> so, you know, having those conversations, right? Um, and realizing that we're all experiencing those. And even if I save one or two teachers from jumping ship, like, no, it's okay. We've, we've all been there. Um, and, and then the other is that um, I'm now the co-host of Inside the Principal's Office, which will be a bi-monthly um, streaming show where we are going to give spaces for educators to have conversations, um, you know, and just really connect. And so I really looking forward to that, working on that through School Rubric with Michael McWilliams um, down in Texas. Awesome. That is so exciting. There's so much going on. And uh, I know a lot of people, when they talk with me and see some of the things I'm doing, they say, how can you have the time? I'm going to ask you the same question. There's <laughs> you're being an author, you're being an administrator, you're running podcasts. How do you find the time to do this? Um, you know what? I, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's careful scheduling. Um, you know, it, it's begging my wife that she's okay with these things because normally she isn't. Um, but, you know, I'll be honest, you know, COVID, it has been one of the silver linings, right? Um, it has presented some additional opportunities as I, you know, prior to all of this, when I was working from home, there was just more time. Um, I work in Chicago, but I live in Northwest Indiana. So oh, wow. I have a hall. So to get those, you know, three to four hours back every day, it suddenly I was like, oh, I could do so much with this time. Right. You know, so instead of sitting there and watching, you know, shows with my wife, as I'm sure she would like, I'm like, <laughs> let me schedule a podcast. Let me write a book. Let me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's amazing. And, and I know it's hard to talk about the silver linings because it's no one would have selected the last year. I'm just, you right, know, I say that right. all the time. However, I've had plenty as well with connecting with Brian Aspenwell, that part of Codebreaker, doing the mentor roundtable who I met through times when it was COVID. So I think there are things that are, and, and to maximize it, which it looks like you definitely are, is, is what leaders do. And, and tell me a little bit more about your podcast, your counter-narrative podcast. What do you talk about in there, it's themes? Yeah, so, you know, the counter-narrative podcast is really designed to challenge the dominant and oftentimes negative conversations, right, that, uh, that are in these spaces about our marginalized populations. Um, I really got sick and tired of going to meetings and just hearing about, you know, the black and brown students and the achievement gap. I'm like, but there's so much more to these stories, but we never talk about them. Um, and I had so many of my own, you know, one of the things that we're a small school on the very, very far west side of Chicago. And last year, I think it was last now, I'm, you know, time is all mixed up, but <laughs> very recently, right. a group of my fifth grade girls um, won this rocket building competition hosted by Boeing from students all across the city of Chicago, right? And so, but those, those stories don't get told, right? And, unless, you know, minority students are winning a, a football championship or a basketball right. championship. And I was really upset because I pushed that story out everywhere and nobody really picked it up. Um, but those are the stories that deserve to be told. Um, and so I'm really examining that, those conversations and what I really like about it is I'm exploring and, and meeting people that also have their own perspectives, 
um, you know, talking about rural education. Um, you know, Casey, I, I spoke to him and he talked a lot about rural education, things that I never would have thought about. Um, you know, Capes talked about, um, you know, the idea with body imaging, um, you know, right. again, things that I never would have even thought about, but we're reshaping the stories in education. Um, and, and so that's the whole purpose of it. No, I think that's, that's fabulous. You know, another silver lining of, of you know, this time and, and connect as I've had, you know, I've created a friendship and a bond with educators like Hedrick Nichols, who's taught me a lot about equity and, and social justice. And, you know, Basil Marin and I have been friends for a long time, but having a chance to collaborate and, you know, I'm attending, I think in two days, I'm just, you know, as you said, dates are getting kind of confused. The 23rd, <laughs> Craig Martin is hosting a black and brown boys of, of Boston and just seeing and hearing the stories and, and, and the powerful messages as a curriculum director, which I am, and I'm trying to reshape the curriculum, hearing these stories are incredibly powerful. So I've heard a few of the podcasts. I definitely can't wait to dive into, into more. And the last question is, when is the new podcast starting about the principal's office? Um, so that is actually starting on Saturday, February 20th. Nice. Um, is that like a live web series type? It is. So if you uh, follow and subscribe to School Rubric on YouTube, um, okay. that'll probably be one of the easiest ways. Or if you, of course, are following myself on Twitter, you know, of course, I'll promote it there. But yeah, so it'll be every other week. Uh, so we have one lined up on the 20th, uh, where we're going to be talking about falling forward, right, as principals mm -hmm. at this time of year, even though right. it's February, we're already planning for next year. Um, and then in March on the 6th, we are going to be talking about culture and climate. So we have some amazing guests. Um, I know Tara is going to be on with us. Um, nice. And I, I'm trying to remember the other gentleman, uh, but Tara was my guest, so I got her to come on. All right, great. Um, yeah, I've had a chance to connect with her a lot through Culture Ed over the last yes, year, so yes, that's great. Yes. That's, that's awesome. So uh, that's amazing things about you. For those of you listening, I'm going to put all of the information about Charles and his work and all the podcasts and everything in the show notes to make sure to check that out after but I can't let you go without having you come here. As a principal, you must have many, many stories that are gonna make our listeners shake their heads <laughs> or laugh or say, you can't make this up. So I'm gonna turn it over to you and I'd love to hear it. And I love to hear these stories real time because I get to enjoy them as along with the audience listening. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, as I was mentioning to you, I was kind of combing through stories and trying to figure out which one, which one am I gonna tell? Um, and so I think the one that I chose for this is that I'm a very calm person. It's something that my students and teachers always talk about. They're like, you know, you're always calm. We never hear you yell. You know, you're always so even toned, um, which really infuriates parents who try to engage me. Oh, right. They try to get you going. I... <laughs> yeah, it's like it's, it's not going to happen. Um, so on this particular situation we had a parent who called me and insisting that her child was being bullied in class in that very moment um and so you know of course bullying is something we take very seriously absolutely um you know but of course i asked well mom how how, how are you aware of this well she's texting me right now well mom she uh, you know she shouldn't be doing that let me go <laughs> <laughs> let me see what's going on um but it just so happened that these young women that she claimed were bullying her daughter weren't even in the class with her Okay. And I tried pointing that out. I said, they're, they're not in the same classroom. Uh, right. Girls are in a whole different grade. Can you calm voice and all? Exactly. Exactly. So she started just going, I, you know, berserk on me, yelling, cursing. <laughs> no, um, no. And so I've told her and, you know, the same thing I tell my staff all the time, look, you do not ever have to be, you know, reprimanded by a parent in that way. If they, if they start belittling you and cursing, 
you have my permission to hang that phone up. Right. So I told the mom, I said, look, I'm not going to do this. We could always have a conversation at a later time. I'm going to hang up the phone now. And she continued. And well, I hung up the phone. Perfect. So uh, I don't know, maybe about five minutes or so later, she is walking through my front door. <laughs> By yourself? <first> <laughs> well, through, through, through the front door um, of the school. And, you know, so my security guard radios me. He's like, hey, mom's, mom's coming in. <laughs> okay, that's fine. So right. she comes in the front office, but she has now continued the conversation from the phone. God, she just was like, okay, if the phone's not working, I'm going to tell you in face-to-face. Exactly. So, you know, I told her, I said, mom, you're going to have to calm down. I said, you know, otherwise I'm going to have to put the building on lockdown. I said, you know, it's just protocol because right. I have no idea, right? The crazy things happen. <laughs> Absolutely. You got to take care of yourself too. Exactly. So she, she continued, continued. So I did, I put the building on lockdown. You know, mom, we could have a conversation once you calm down. So then she proceeded to, uh, to call the cops on me. On you? On me. She oh. called the cops on me. From your office? From, from my office. <laughs> called the cops on me. And of course, so who shows up is our SRO, right? Our school. Right. Who's, who's in the school? Like, hey, um, <laughs> he's somebody. Up, you know, what, what, how can I help you? And she's, she's going off and telling him what happened. And, you know, he calms her down or tries to calm her down. And she's like, well, what are you, you going to do about this? Well, I, I'm going to ask you to leave, ma'am. <laughs> the entire time i'm just standing there like you know we don't have to do this um right. you know but she really thought that she was going to call the cops and i guess have me escorted from my own building i don't, I don't for, for what reason <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so i mean you know the, the the upside to this is that you know we've dealt you know the mom has been in my building for years mm-hmm. and she called later and apologized you know and mr williams you know i love you i'm sorry said, you know, that's fine. Like, I'm not going to hold a grudge. We can, we can rebuild this thing and continue moving forward. But it was just one of those moments. Like, is this really, is this really all the cops on you from your (laughs) office? That is classic. That is classic. But yes, you are so right. They want to just engage. And and I remember when I was a principal and the parent was coming in and very similar, they had an actual legit issue complaint that we need to fix. And they came in and riled up and I was just like, you're right. We're going to fix it. And they're like, okay like we didn't know what to do at that point <laughs> why did we to like fight them back like no you're right we're gonna change it was a bus issue like we're gonna change the bus routes we got it oh like okay have a good day like they just want to get you piled up i haven't had the cops called on me i i, I can say that i've had a, a parent slam the door so hard it broke the light in my room that was one of my oh, office wow. stories that was that was intense but oh that is crazy yeah i can just even talking to you and, and seeing some of the work you do staying calm is obviously in your real house so i'm sure that actually riled her up even more i'm sure yeah <laughs> it's it's one of my wife's biggest peeves right she's like just engage no right <laughs> no right let's see if i can go that is that is awesome so as i said at the top are i'm going to put all the information in the show notes but if someone wants to connect with you what is the best way that they can find you and, and find all these great resources yeah, I would definitely recommend Twitter. Uh, I'm all over Twitter. So you can find me at underscore CW Consulting. I always used to say that I was upset I had to use the, the underscore because there is a CW Consulting who never uses their Twitter handle, but oh. it's like it's established now. So I'm okay with it. Good, good. Um, yeah, so that's the best place to find me and engage. And then, of course, from there, you can find all the other things, the website, the show, things like that. Awesome. Well, thank you for taking the time today. Good luck in all the you know projects you have going. I can't wait to check them out and enjoy you know that time and, and that feeling of accomplishment that I'm sure you're going to feel seeing all this and all the people that you're supporting. So thank you for coming on today. Thank you for giving me the time, Matt. You take care. All right. Have a good one.
This is the You Can't Make This Up podcast, brought to you by Anchor. Create, distribute, host your podcast 100% free at anchor.fm. Subscribe to this podcast on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Leave us a rating, in review, and share it with your friends. And remember, you don't have to be an educator to listen. Special thanks to Carl Hooker for his influence in getting me started on this project. Dr. Jeff Pritchett for introducing me to Anchor, and Christine Ravesi Weinstein for writing the intro and outro to this podcast, and each and every guest who has shared a small snippet of their educational journeys with us and made us laugh out loud along the way. I'm Matthew X. Joseph, and this is the You Can't Make This Up Podcast. <laughs>